What's up, everybody? We're here with our 50th episode of Clutch Crew Sports. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy we've got to this point already. Uh, We looked it up off air last night, and we started with our first episode being released on May 30th. And we're here now on December 2nd. (laughs) I almost said November there, but... Still fifty, yeah, still still the same year, and so for our fiftieth episode, we wanted to do something a little bit different, and we decided to come up with a Q and A for all of us to answer questions about ourselves and about the podcast. So my question, since I've got quite a bit different of a role with Clutch Crew Sports, is going to be separate here, and then Eric, Connor, and Nate are going to be answering some other questions as well. Nate will be on for the second part of the show. This is going to be part one with just Eric and Connor. But Nate will be on the second part, and I'll be answering some questions number seven and eight with Nate. So stay tuned for that. But first, we've got Connor and Eric on the show. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm good, man. I'm excited that we have made it this far and excited to keep going. This has been a lot of fun so far. Yeah, man. I mean, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Yeah. All right. So let's let's just get this thing started. I'll, I'll take the first question. Yeah, Zach. So since you are the creator of Clutch Crew Sports, I'm sure everyone wants to know, like, what inspired you to start up this podcast? Well, that's a great question, Eric. I wrote these questions, so that's why we're all laughing. (laughs) But no, okay, all right. So, all seriousness now, what made me want to start up this podcast was I like to watch a lot of the sports debate shows and a lot of sports uh, channels on YouTube. And especially with the sports debate ones, like the national ones on TV, like the first take and the undisputed and stuff those two like to me while i find them entertaining and stuff to me what was frustrating the most with those is that they really only focus on a handful of topics and it's like every day they talk about lebron james the dallas cowboys the new england patriots you know the los angeles lakers They talk about, like, the same exact stuff, and I just find that to be kind of boring, and also, like, none of my teams ever get... I mean, it's rare to see an episode where they do a story with the Jaguars involved, or the Trailblazers, or the Magic. I don't even know when the last time they talked about the Magic. Obviously, with the Trailblazers going deep in the playoffs last year, they had some stuff about them, and then Ramsey with his whole trade thing was a story this year for the Jags, but... In general, and for the most part, my teams just never got brought up on there. And this isn't a sports show of just, like, my favorite teams or anything. We talk about all different kinds of teams, and we don't show favoritism on Clutch Crew Sports. So I guess maybe we show a little bit of Jags favoritism, because that's, like, just (laughs) my most knowledge. (laughs) But, like, we don't show favoritism where... We talk every episode about the Jaguars or every episode about LeBron James or every episode about the Cowboys. You know what I mean? So that's we don't like LeBron James. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, like or dislike, we at least just 
don't talk solely about him, you know? So, you know, there's lots of opinions out there on him, but the fact that we like talk about just different teams and stuff like the Panthers, we talked to quite a bit about this year. Um, I know for college, it's kind of hard to talk about teams outside the top 25, but still back in those early prediction videos that we came out with, we talked all those games, even the teams at the bottom, number 25, we talked about their chances of winning and the spreads and all that stuff. So it's too, it's kind of hard for college to talk about every single team. So we had to limit it there, but we still talked about a diverse group of teams, not just the LSU, Ohio State, Georgia's, Alabama's. So that's kind of what inspired me to start this. And I thought, you know, <laughs> why not do it in a podcast? You know, you don't have to make a video or anything like that. It's a little bit easier than, you know, videoing yourself and everything. And it's, it's just, I also listened to some other non-sports related podcasts. They sounded pretty interesting. I, and I really thought I could come up with something on my own. And it's, I mean, early, we'll get to some questions later on, but early on it was tough, but it's at this point, Thing, the ship's sailing, so it, it's just going great. All right, so that answers my first question, and now I'll move on to the questions for Connor and Eric. So, Eric, what made you want to join Clutch Crew Sports? Yeah, well, so when Zach first came up with the idea, uh, he's actually going to pull up the screenshots from where he first asked me about it. I was completely on board from the beginning. Uh, talking sports in some kind of format has always been something I wanted to do. Like when I graduated high school, I actually first initially went into college as a communications major because I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. And I quickly changed it because it just, it wasn't realistically going to work out for what I wanted to do. But so when Zach brought up this opportunity. I was totally on board because I'm very passionate about sports. I've always loved watching and talking about it. And then, but I never really had a way to be able to do that. So with, you know, joining Zach and doing this, this was the perfect opportunity about it. I, I was excited the moment, like when Zach asked me, I wasn't like, Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll do it. I'll think about it. I was like, Oh yeah. Like I was like, if you can, I was like, if you can get the ball rolling and get it off the ground, then I'm totally on board for sure. So I, I've been enjoying every minute of it. Every, I, I, when Zach first asked me, I was like, well, I can probably be a guest sometimes, but I've basically been in like, you know, unless I've been working, I've been in all the episodes. So Mm -hmm. I, I've, and I've enjoyed it a lot. I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. Yeah, that's great, man. Like guys, you know, reading this back, hell yeah. Like that, that energy <laughs> is pretty, is pretty strong. Oh, I, also, I love it. Did, did the energy feel positive on that? <laughs> well, you yeah. know, for, for, for things to go right for us, we have to have negative energy. Apparently, you know, <laughs> when we're playing Madden, <laughs> and we have to be negative. <laughs> but, and then also I think you've, learned a lot too because it seems like you didn't really know what podcasts were about you're like whatever they call people at sport podcasts <laughs> i thought that was funny <laughs> looking back at that that's that's a funny message you sent there but 
you know a lot more about the podcasting world now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know, man. I, yeah. I didn't ever even listen to podcasts before <laughs> doing this either. So uh, I, I guess that's another thing that's been good, too, is learning about other podcasters and how to do it. So it's I'm, I'm glad to be a part of the team. Sweet. All right, so I'm going to ask the same question now to Connor. What made you want to join Clutch Crew Sports? No, I mean, <laughs> I didn't see this screenshot, but um, yeah, no, I was, I actually, this is kind of funny. I didn't even know about this about Eric, but when I was younger, one of the things I wanted to do, I wanted to be a sportscaster too. Like my dad got me into football at a very, very young age, and I've just been around sports and been passionate about sports my whole life and some of the best things you know a lot of the friends that I have um aren't really into sports like I'm since I'm much more of a I'm a video a big video game person like most of my friends are really into that and they don't like follow sports at all they're like ew sports like what is that like who loves sports (laughs) and so I never had anyone to talk to sports to about like outside of my dad and like you guys because like i know whenever we do like family vacations and stuff and like family like just get togethers Mm -hmm. some of the like pretty much whenever the three of us were together we'd be talking about sports or playing sports video games or something like that together because that was some of the like best memories that we had was just the three of us sitting around talking about sports or playing fantasy football you know we've been doing that for i think we're on our eighth season now in the family league like seventh or eighth season in the family uh, fantasy mm-hmm. football league. So, and then I know my dad, he'd been following some podcasts for a while beforehand. And I remember when uh, Zach, like, you know, he messaged me here and he said like, Oh yeah, you know, I'm really interested in doing like a sports themed podcast. I'm like, yeah, that'd be so cool. Cause another dream that I had was I wanted to, like, I always wanted to be, a youtuber like i wanted to make a youtube channel with content whether it be video games or sports or something like that and so then i was like oh well you know if i do it on my own like it's kind of hard to get a whole lot of exposure and you know it's you know it's a lot of work to try and like you know get the word out and make all the content just for one person so when i realized that i had the opportunity okay like i can do this with zach and eric and you know possibly some other friends of zach's like that's good because that way we have you know more people doing it together and that way that was the other thing I wanted to do because I remember since I'm from North Carolina and y'all are from Florida like y'all got to see each other and hang out a lot more together than like I did y'all since I'm you know however far away so now but now I mean today we talk on like a daily basis now which we didn't used to do so I think it's a way to bring it me back into the fold here too and get uh get the conversations and the fun uh back together so i thought it would be a great idea yeah man i i totally agree with that like even before starting this podcast so like we didn't all have a group chat with the three of us but i would talk to eric about sports occasionally i met connor and i would talk about sports occasionally and it was always you know you guys are definitely the ones that I talk sports to the most for sure. So that's, that's why I invited you guys to do it. So I, <laughs> you guys yeah. just made total sense because we were already doing it. And now we're just verbalizing what we were basically saying to each other, you know? So that's, that's the reason you guys were invited and you guys are obviously family too. So I already know a lot about you guys and we're all pretty close. So 
that's uh yeah I'm glad glad you guys accepted <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right so then the next question here i guess you guys can read for me oh yeah so um i know we i thought it was interesting how did you come up with the name clutch crew sports what inspired you for the name and possibly the logo too <laughs> yeah so the name is kind of an interesting thing because I spent so much time like thinking about this because the name of your podcast is a huge step to to overcome and it's really important to come up with a unique name for your podcast. And so I was spending a lot of time thinking about this and I was just coming up with dead ends. Like I was looking on sites to like try and get some ideas and stuff and the problem is is it's not a problem anymore or anything, but since we talk about so many different sports and stuff, it's hard to narrow down on a certain thing. So there's a lot of podcasts that are narrowed down like to a certain sport, like, and they use something within that sport as their names, like the goal line podcast. I, I think I've seen on Twitter. There's a lot of podcasts you'll see that are on a specific sport, whether it be NBA college or basketball, where they put a reference to that sport in their name. But for us, we couldn't really do that since it wouldn't be fair, a fair representation of what we talk about. So I had to come up with something that wouldn't be super specific. And then I was just having a trouble finding, okay, now what? And so this is in the very early stages of planning this out, but we were, I was probably playing PlayStation Madden or 2K with Eric, and I was like, you know, I forget if it was Eric that suggested it or me or what happened, but any, but no matter what, we we were just like brainstorming, and he was he I guess Susan was around Eric at the time, and she came up with the word clutch, and I thought that was really good, like I. Because that applies to all sports. So that's something that fits the all sports category. And then so I got the word clutch from her. And then the rest of it, I wanted the second word to kind of be alliterative with like the same letter, the same C letter. So I was thinking what clutch something with C. And then so I settled on crew and then sports to like make it something you know so that people knew it was sports and not just like clutch crew that just you know who knows what that's about so clutch crew sports that's how all three words came together it's a long story there <laughs> it was crazy man because you didn't want to do a clutch connor <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was crazy man because me zach and i had both been kind of brainstorming it for a while and then i talked to susan about it and she's like you should totally have the word clutch in it, you know, such a cool word. And, and I was like, that's pretty genius. <laughs> <laughs> and my man, Zach and I had been thinking about her for like days and you came yeah. up with that seconds, you know? <laughs> so she definitely gets credit for that because that was, that was basically what inspired the rest of the name. Um, yeah. Whenever we go didn't... like, whenever we go like super official and, you know, get copyrights and stuff, you know, she'll get... <laughs> Yeah. Look <laughs> at some of the rights to the name. <laughs> um, and then also here on the screen, on YouTube anyways, are some never before released 
image, possible images for Clutch Crew Sports. <laughs> I, I totally remember that, when you sent those to me. <laughs> I love the stretchy football on the bottom one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so obviously we settled on the current logo that you all know, the blue and orange with the microphone, Clutch Crew Sports words around it. But these are some of the ideas that I was trying to come up with because we had that original one with like the basketball hoop, but that was just like a fill-in photo for anchor because i actually we actually published our first episode before we really we came up with our image which probably wasn't smart but uh, we just had to put an image there so i just put that that basketball hoop because we were talking about the finals at the time so i just did that as as a cover but in the meantime i was trying to come up with logos and they're looking back now like we definitely picked the right one out of the group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember if, you, if, you, if you're watching this on YouTube, though, like, let us know which of these four on the screen you think is the best. <laughs> well, well, I remember when Zach sent these to me, it was so funny because I was actually in, I think I was in Walgreens with my girlfriend. And he was like, oh, I'm going to send you some logo ideas. I'm like, oh, OK, you know, I can just take a quick look at them. And. I think it was, I was looking at the first one with, like, the guys in the canoe, and <laughs> my girlfriend, like, literally came up, and she was like, yeah, that one is horrible. Tell him I said that. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll be sure to tell him that. <laughs> See, um, the thing with that top one is, like, I like the aesthetic of it, but, like, it's it's not really sports-related enough. It's got the <laughs> thing going on, but, like, yeah, I was just, like, I was... And the thing is, is like we, I didn't pay for any service to come up with this or anything. So it was like this was all just like stuff down on like Microsoft Word or PowerPoint, like coming up with some smart art stuff and putting it all together. So it was very, very basic stuff. Um, I'm not going to reveal how I made the actual logo because, you know, I didn't properly pay for that. But, you know, <laughs> we don't need we don't need to. We don't need to go on to that, but this is the handmade stuff by me. Yeah, I'm glad glad we settled on what we got. <laughs> Just for, um, for, ref, for reference, uh, our favorite, at least my favorite, was the third one out of that group. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Was, and, and and then like I think Zach like he he kind of shortened the football on the lower one, but I was like eh, I still like the third one the best out of that. But we yeah. we kind of decided from like I we both were like yeah we like that one, but like we're probably not going to use any of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, so I'll move on now to the next question for Eric here. 50 episodes in, man. What's been your favorite memory so far recording on air? This one's definitely hard to say because we've done so many, but so I just kind of narrowed it down to a couple options. Uh, First of all, uh, getting to roast everybody in the last episode was a – great moment for me <laughs> i know connor has actually not as of, as of the moment of this recording connor and i don't know if nate's heard it either yet but no i haven't i haven't hope, said I, hopefully they'll uh hopefully they'll enjoy that but uh it, it wasn't too bad guys i promise <laughs> I'll, I'll probably enjoy you roasting zach and nate but not so much when you're roasting me <laughs> <laughs> Zach actually laughed on his like when I because I did I did like a group roast and then I like the first individual I did was Zach and then Zach actually busted out laughing so I was like well Zach's taking it well so that's good yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also as you know we've seen on 
you know, on these Clutch Crew sports episodes, you know, Kawhi Leonard has made a couple of appearances, and I've actually got him here with me right now. Kawhi, how's it going? Hey, Clutch Crew Sports, hey, 50 episodes in, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I didn't know. I didn't know no, Kawhi, Kawhi was Kawhi joining us here. Man, man. yeah. So Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard's my favorite guest that we've had. It's been an honor having him here too. So, um, yeah, those have definitely been a couple of my favorite moments. Connor, how about for you, man? Yeah, this one was really tough for me too. Um, I think probably my favorite. This isn't really so much an episode, but I really like, you know, going back to what Zach said about what his inspiration was for creating Clutch Crew Sports. Like, I love the debates that we've had. Like, you know, when we debated about, uh, like, whether the Jaguars should have gone for two or kicked the extra point in that scenario against the Texans or, like, you know, some of the <clears throat> some of the like when we debated the targeting call. I remember that, too. Like, Eric was mm-hmm. super in favor of, like, oh, this targeting was, you know over the line and this shouldn't have been called and zach and i are both kind of like well like you know i can kind of see where this and blah 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 like all these debates that we've had it's it's really good it's you know because i know we've had these times when you know we've just been talking about teams and someone will say something and you know the other two hosts will be like oh yeah well i agree with that too and that's basically all you're saying so it it's good it's healthy when we disagree and you know Mm -hmm. create some good content And I think the other thing was, you know, I started out doing the uh, current events for the show and I enjoyed that. But I think just the legacy, I don't know if you want to call it that, of just the or the evolution of me turning into the lock guy. Because I remember I think Zach was the first one who kind of brought that up. But then I just kind of like adopted that. And I remember when Zach was talking about lock, you guys probably hear this in the intro all the time, but when Zach was talking about the Denver Broncos and the Chicago (laughs) bears, when they had their home game and Zach was like so confident in the Denver Broncos, he's like, they haven't lost at home in September, like, you know, in so long, or they've only lost like one time in the past, you know, however many seasons. So, you know, I'm going to, and I'm going to make them my survival pick. I am locking the Denver Broncos over Chicago. And I thought that was completely hilarious because I, I picked Chicago. And I was like, oh, okay, let me write this down here. Zach is locking Denver beating Chicago. Okay, got that. <laughs> so, um, one, and yeah, just the evolution of that. Because, I mean, it's I've always loved making bold predictions. Like, you know, and I've loved hearing people do that just because you know some just to see where they turn out because sometimes they're right and you know and it's why whenever we're doing these locks you never hear us say something like you know oh well i'm gonna lock that alabama is gonna be western carolina like okay well <laughs> everybody's gonna lock that so yeah it's got to be something you know kind of slightly out of the box slightly foreign you know that you know might not go your way so i mean like with the alabama thing you know it was looking really really good for us to start with but then after there was that crazy week where you know oregon lost and like they were like oh wow like this is not looking good anymore like this might not go my way but then mm-hmm. it, it flipped around again now that alabama lost to auburn and now it's looking really good again so um that's probably my favorite memories from the recording yeah the and really too you became the lock guy when i was coming up with the intro because all of the funny clips and the, you know, the best clips that I could find with you 
involved you making some sort of a lock or you commenting on someone's lock. And so <laughs> when I came up with all those, and then those are the ones, there were some other options too that you had to pick from, but you ended up picking most of the lock uh, ones. So that was when I kind of realized like, hey man, like you've got all these things about the locks. Why don't you just like start making this your new daily thing, you know, whenever you're on. Yeah. So yeah, that, that they're always fun to listen to what you've got to to lock and Eric with your rants too. Those are always. Oh always yeah. I, I, I can't believe I didn't mention that in my <laughs> answer, but yeah. I, Cause usually I'm so angry during most of them. I don't think of like enjoying that, but you know, <laughs> yeah. for, I, I remember uh, Aaron swarm from something like a podcast mentioned in one of his tweets when he was promoting this, he said he was enjoying my rant. So I guess at least if others get joy out of it, then <laughs> that's good. But my, well, my rant, when I rant, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, when the Jaguars lost for the millionth time in a row and I'm mad about it, like, I guess I don't enjoy <laughs> that rant, but you know, but my rants are, you know, genuine when I, when mm-hmm. I, you know, when I get upset and rant about something, like I feel like kind of like what Zach talked about with his, dislike for the topics they do on those national media shows well what i don't like about them is those shows is just that most of the time in those shows it's just the two guys like yelling at each other like oh you're an idiot and you're wrong and you're dumb and when is it my turn and, <laughs> yeah and, and that's that, what they like, my turn I my hate turn that stuff. yeah <laughs> uh, is it my turn yet you know like I, that type of stuff just it frustrates me and that's why honestly i don't even watch any of those shows because you know, was Zach, Zach brought up a great point with the, you know, the repeated topics. But then I just don't like when they're just yelling at each other and nobody can get a point in. And Reminds so, like, politics. With, yeah. <laughs> so when Connor mentioned like him liking the debates is one of his favorite parts. I mean, I enjoy that too because even if I don't agree, you know, we're respectful about it. So I actually enjoy debating Zach or Connor and Nate. Like if I disagree with any of them, whereas you know, I would not want to debate like Shannon Sharp or Skip Bayless because they would just be yelling at me the whole time about how I'm wrong and not <laughs> as soon as I bring up a logical point be like wrong wrong you're an idiot my turn <laughs> you know like you know like I, I could be arguing like Skip Bayless and be like you know Dallas needs to get off the better starts wrong Dallas Cowboys are the greatest team ever and they're amazing like well but they're getting off the slow starts oh, but they're amazing Dak is a god you know like okay just you know like <laughs> do that too like it would drive me crazy but you know whereas when we debate each other we bring up a lot we like both sides of the table brings up logical points we let each other take our turns and finish our points and you know and then if we still don't agree with the other one it's just to agree to disagree and it doesn't turn into a yelling match so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like that a lot better <laughs> yeah so I guess we'll go into the next question for Zach. So mm-hmm. Zach, I don't know too much of your sports history. So what is your personable, most memorable athletic moment? Yeah. So at some point or another, all of us have, all of us in this podcast have been in some sort of athletic event for whatever it may be. And for mine, and this is a question that you guys will have later on too. But for me, and I'm not sure if you guys know this story or not. I might have told you, but I can't remember. It was, I was in, I think, middle school or maybe freshman year of high school. I can't remember. But 
little while ago and we were playing in a basketball game and our team for the whole season was terrible. I mean, like we were, we lost every game and we were in the last game of the season and we were playing another bad team, but they beat us the first time, but they were like the other worst team. And so we were playing and it, it was a really close game. Like it was, at the point when I'm going to talk about this, it was close. And another thing, too, to make this my most memorable game is I was having, like, the best game of my life as far as, like, scoring. Because <laughs> I would, like, normally when I played basketball, like, I would average, like, four to six points a game. But most of my work was, like, on defense and rebounding and steals and stuff like that. So I wasn't known as being, like, a scorer or anything. But in this game, like, I made like my first three or four shots like in the first like two minutes and I was driving the ball up and I, I just made another shot from like around the same area. It was like a deep two and I was going back on defense and I heard the coach on the other team say, I don't remember what my number was, but let's just say 22. He was like, 22 is having a career game. You guys need to guard him better. Like <laughs> <so> <laughs> that wasn't the most memorable. Think, part, but yeah. So that, that was in the first half of the game. And then in the second half of the game, there was like a couple minutes left and we had like a probably three point lead and the other team had the ball and the guy I was guarding, he was dribbling the ball and I stole it away from him, you know, clean steal. I didn't foul him or anything. And so I had an easy layup going up, but then he came over and he clotheslined me. Like he, he stuck his hand out and just swung it around my neck and just, it it took me to the ground obviously. And then I had never seen like, this is like, uh, you know, not a serious, this wasn't like a serious sports league or anything, but like I had never seen in my time playing or watching other games, a technical foul being called or, or a flagrant foul called and the refs actually called a flagrant foul. And I'd never seen anything like this before. And I was a part of it because I had, I was the one who got, you know, taken down illegally. And also when that happened too, like I was so raged, man. Like I, like it was like one of those moments where you see somebody get like a cheap shot taken to them. And then like, they come like, they're on the ground, they come up and they just want to like fight the other person. Like that was me in this moment. And like I just remember like my teammate, like there was like two or three teammates like holding me back. And then one of the other guy's teammates who I knew, I was I was friends with him, he was like trying to be the peacekeeper and all this. Like it was crazy, man. But the other guy got the technical foul, nothing happened to me. I luckily I didn't say anything. Uh uh, vulgar or anything like that otherwise I might have got taken out of the game too but he got ejected from it and so that was like so cool and then I I shot the free throws with nobody around you know when you shoot the flagrants and stuff nobody's around the the rebounding area in the in the paint and I actually missed them because it just felt so weird like I was still like recovering I was like I wasn't a great free throw shooter but I was like maybe 60, 65%, but I missed them both. But in the end, we won the game. So I can't say, like, the free throws cost me in that game, but (laughs) it was still, (laughs) that was just a crazy game, man, all around. I had, like, my best game in it. I got someone ejected. Like, it was insane. So that was my, my most memorable moment playing a sport.
Very cool, man. Yeah. Uh, did I ever tell you guys that story, or is this new to you? <laughs> uh, no, I think I you had so. told me this before. It sounded more familiar as you started telling it when you said the coach of the other team said, 22 is having a career game. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this story now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I, th- I think parts of it sounded familiar to me, but like, okay. I didn't remember the full yeah. thing. So. Like, my question's coming up for you guys later, but I think there's another one first. So for Eric here, what topic or opinion do you most disagree with myself? Yeah, I mean, the I've noticed, I guess, with both of y'all, I tend to agree and disagree a fair amount. So like, it's good that I don't like fully agree or fully disagree. So it's not like I disagree with you on a lot of stuff. But yeah. if I had to pick one thing, I mean, the one thing we've like never agreed on is that we always seem to disagree on like when teams should go for two or when they like mm-hmm. when they should be aggressive versus when they should be conservative. It seems like most of the time when there's like a situation like most of the time you think they should be aggressive and most of the time I think they should be conservative. So yeah, Eric and I are usually on the conservative side. Yeah. On that. <laughs> yeah. We, we've never really agreed on that. I think the only time we ever agreed on that was in the Cowboy Patriot game recently when the Cowboys mm-hmm. hit the field goal and we were both like, no, they should have gone for on fourth down. I think that might be like the only time we've ever agreed on yeah. that. Uh, so yeah. So that's something we're always gonna agree to disagree on mm-hmm. but uh but it's obviously nothing like you know that's gonna shatter the relationship or anything <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but i can't think of like really anything else i mean we've disagreed on the targeting you know mm-hmm. with some of the but i've kind of calmed my stance down on that a little more <laughs> now that i i guess because i've watched a little more because of this podcast i've watched more college football this year than i normally have and so now that i've seen like there was one i saw yesterday i can't remember what game it was but like they called targeting initially and when i saw the replay i was like oh man i'm like this is such garbage dude i was like how can they call this but then they they reviewed it and they were like oh no it's not targeting so i was like okay they so they got it right like so there's only now been like a couple of times where I really disagreed with it. I've kind of cooled down. So I don't disagree with that one as much, but yeah, the when to go for two versus when to kick extra points, Zach and I will probably never agree on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <clears throat> aside from that, cause I was going to mention that too, but um, cause yeah, usually Eric and I are disagreeing with Zach on that, but I guess when it comes to Zach and I, I see, it seems like, I don't know. He and I disagree a lot on, <clears throat> like, I think more so college football than NFL. Like, I remember he and I were talking just the other day about how Ohio State, like, leapfrogged over LSU in the college football playoff ranking. And, like, you know, while I did agree that it was a bit, like, shocking, I was kind of, you know, I'm definitely by no means an Ohio State fan. Like, I really don't like Ohio State, but I was still – I'm and, you know, in a way defending Ohio State, like defending the ranking, whereas Zach was pretty vehemently like, no, like this is garbage. Like LSU should still be number one. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so there was there was that. And I feel like it's just been other college football topics. And I think it was also um, there's something else to do with Alabama that he, he and I disagreed on. We were talking about like, I can't remember if it was whether they were going to make it into the college football playoff or. And then something about Utah as well, like, you know, how originally 
it's that like it was funny we both kind of shifted our stances on this like yeah <laughs> it was like we kind of flip-flopped because originally it was zach was saying utah would get the spot if they won and i was saying they wouldn't but then we kind of flipped where then i was saying oh no utah get it and zach was like well no i don't think so anymore so <laughs> it's like even when we shift our positions it's like they shift you know we both do yeah <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, and more so college football in my mind. Because the NFL, it seems like, you know, he and I are agreeing, aside from the aggressive versus conservative, he and I are agreeing more than disagreeing. But on college football, I think we tend to disagree more. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now running a podcast especially when you're the creator and you've been in all but one episode to this point can be a bit challenging so what has been your most frustrating moment with the podcast yeah i should have put moments because there's been a couple but um i'll go through them kind of quickly originally coming up with this podcast i got really frustrated because we recorded our episode and back then when we were covering the NBA Finals, those episodes were really time-sensitive because there was Finals games every other day. Occasionally, there'd be like a three-day gap, but they were time-sensitive. So when we recorded our reaction to Game 1, I mean, I was pressured to put that up the next day. And it was our first episode, so obviously, like, I was totally new with, like, how do I get this on the Internet? Like, I thought it would be so much easier <laughs> than it was. Like, I... I, I did not know what I was getting into. I really just like, I, I, it took a lot of time to come to find, you know, there was some, I had to settle on anchor as our host or hosting source. And then took like a couple weeks to get on iTunes and the YouTube was kind of weird too, is we switched to Connor's YouTube channel. Um, and so coming up with this whole thing in the beginning was really frustrating. And then some more, recent times when I was frustrated was there was one time where everybody called out basically for the episode, which is fine. I mean, it's not, you know, I, you guys all have lives and everything. Like I can't expect you guys to be in every single one of these, but the, um, so there was no, there was no co-host. So it was, a, oh, it was going to, yeah, it was going to be a new uh, recording method. And I was pretty dumb because I decided to record through my laptop, like, camera feature. And the first time, and so, and I was by myself, too, so I was kind of, you know, it felt weird not having anybody else in the call. So I start talking and stuff, and I'm going on for, like, 30 or 40 minutes, and then I look at the thing, and I see, wait, it stopped recording after 15 minutes? And I was like, Oh my God. And this is like at midnight too. Like this is, I probably passed midnight at this point when I found out, I was like, Oh my God, all that for nothing. And then, so I was like, okay, well at least like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't the most coherent when I was doing it. So maybe that was just like a test run. Maybe I can do it again and it'll be better this time because I suspected that when it stopped, it was my fault because I like, I messed with something when, I had a little sticky note above my camera thing, so it wasn't recording me. So when that came off, I like messed around with that, and my laptop's a touchscreen. I thought I somehow turned it off, and but I didn't, I guess. And then, so I, I'm like, okay, I'll try this again. And then I do the same thing. I talk for like 30 or 40 minutes, and I see that it stopped recording. 
it was like a little bit more than the last time, but it was still like, you know, 16 or 17 minutes. And I was like 40 minutes in and it was because the, you know, I guess they can't take videos longer than that amount of time. And I was just pissed, man. I was, it was that like, I was super tired. I probably had school the next day. Like it was, it was just such a, it was such a frustrating moment. Like I was, I just was like, all right, that's it. And I, you know, I probably said some words to myself and just slammed my laptop off and just crashed in my bed. Um, it was just, it was really, really frustrating. And we ended up, I think recording the next day with all of us. And I think I said on that show too, cause Connor, you were had like an aha moment. You know what I was talking about when I started. Yeah. I know. I remember yeah. you talking about that mm-hmm. and I was like, dang, like that sucks. Like, yeah. That was, I, like, that I was, can't imagine how, like, you know, I, I think, I, I don't know how bad of a temper Eric has, but I feel like out of the three of us, like I probably have the biggest temper. Like, you know, like I would, I get mad. I don't know, I guess harder, I guess I should yeah, say. Okay. <laughs> I get more mad and more easily than any of you, but then I and I couldn't imagine, like, if I had, like, that had happened to me, like, I would have completely just raged. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was, that was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely, I know what I did wrong, though. Next time I'm going to record through a different thing, but if that ever happens again, I learned from that mistake, but still that was not an easy mistake to have to make, especially at that time. I think I had school the next day too. It was like, it was super late. I was already tired to begin with. I shouldn't have even tried going solo, but it was, it was bad all around, but at least, uh, at least you learn from your mistakes. So it won't happen again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So then the next question for the two of you guys, what is a team that you secretly root for that we may not know? And I'm going to change this to that we don't know because we we know each other's like second and third teams a lot of times. So hit us up, Eric and Connor, with some teams that are going to stun us. Yeah, well, I guess for me, I'll say like I, I was when I was thinking about this question, I was like, okay, I'll do like I'll do one NFL team and one NBA team, but. I will say this is a team that I don't necessarily root for anymore now, but when I was a kid, my family and I, we used to root for the Denver Broncos because at that time, the Jaguars were not a team yet. And even though they grew up in Tennessee, we were you know big Tennessee Volunteers fans, Tennessee didn't have an NFL team yet. So we had family that lives out in Colorado, and I mean it's long, ex- it's extended family, but yeah, that, was, that was like the closest family of anybody that we had that was near an NFL team. So we, up until the Jaguars became a team, we rooted for the Denver Broncos, and I kind of did for a little while, but after we had the, you know, we had some playoff runs against them and that made me not like them as much, but, so, but I still kind of have a, like, you know, if the Broncos are doing well, like I'm okay. And then especially after like Peyton Manning went there since he was a ball, like I was definitely rooting for them against the Panthers in that Super Bowl, and same against the Seahawks. Of course they got blown out in that one, but 
Well, I know you so, don't want the Panthers to win a Super Bowl before the Jags. No, I definitely do not want that. <laughs> like, sorry, Jackson, if you're listening to this, sorry, man. But, yeah. And Aaron, too. <laughs> yeah, and Aaron. Yeah, sorry, guys. But, um, yeah, but so, you know, I don't, like, definitely, I definitely don't root for them all the time, but they're a team that, you know, like, still kind of have a soft spot for, so I'll root for them every now and then. And then, um, I don't know if y'all knew that or not, but, and then with NBA, this one, I don't know if Zach knows this or not, but this might surprise him a little bit, but I do also kind of secretly root for the Portland Trailblazers. And I know that might sound surprising because with me being a Thunder fan, you know, they're pretty big rivals with each other. But um, when I first got my PS4, when Susan got it for me, like not too long after I got it, I bought NBA 2K14. And I did the, uh, like, my career. And in that game mode, it wasn't like in the more current 2Ks where you can, like, pick what team you want to go to or whatever. Like, you had to go through this, you know, college thing where you played in these games and then scouts evaluated you or whatever. And then you got drafted. And I got drafted by the Portland Trailblazers. So, and, of course, a lot of their players that were on that team back then, they don't have any more. I think Damian Lillard's the only one they really have left. But. Um, yeah, I mean, I got to play on the Portland Trailblazers with Damian Lillard and LaMarcus Aldridge and somehow they traded for Mark, somehow they traded for Mark Gasol and, uh, I had, and I was a shooting guard, so we had a loaded team. (laughs) Uh, so I've just always kind of low key rooted for the Trailblazers, uh, because of that. So it's kind of a, I know for some people that might be a weird reason to become a fan, but yeah, I, uh. I, so those are my like secretly rooting for teams. Yeah, so I decided <clears throat> I was gonna go with uh, <clears throat> excuse me one NFL team and one college team that I. So the college team I don't know if this is y'all might know this I'm not sure but because obviously you guys know I root for App State and UNC and Tennessee since like you know all of our entire family roots for Tennessee, so it'd kind of be a crime if I didn't. (laughs) Um, So, but this is actually very similar to Eric's situation. When I first got, uh, this is very, very old game, NCAA 2004 for the original Xbox. Um, The original favorite team, it's like, you know, the team that always, like, their fight song would play when I opened the game and, you know, they showed up on the loading screen. Well, not the loading screen, but like, you know, just the main menu to start um, was the Michigan Wolverines. And so, and I did the same thing that Eric did. Like I went into a dynasty mode and I was like the quarterback for the Michigan Wolverines. And I, uh, it's semi why I have such a big hate for Ohio state. Uh, (laughs) But I mean, I've always kind of secretly rooted for the Michigan Wolverines. Like I know that doesn't get me a lot of, popularity whenever i mentioned that but um you know i was just playing instantly 2004 you know constantly hearing every time i opened the game like i never changed it so to like unc or tennessee like i always still hear you know the victors playing whenever i open that game so uh michigan wolverines in college football and basketball um and then for the nfl this is going to be one that is not going to make Eric and Zach very happy. Um, but I tend to secretly root for the Indianapolis Colts a lot. Um, Get them out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You're banned. Uh, I bet they were like, man, is he going to say the Texans, the Titans, or the Colts? Which one? Um, but it's mainly the Colts because, I mean, I've always been a big Peyton Manning fan. And so I always really liked Peyton Manning when uh, he was playing with the Colts. And also from about, let's see, because before we had, I mentioned that we've been having this family fantasy league going for about seven seasons now. But before then, for about five seasons before that, I played in a fantasy league with a bunch of people from my mom's work. And for those five seasons and I think like two, one or two of the family league seasons in a row, like all, you know, all in a row, never wavering a single season. I always had Reggie Wayne on my fantasy team like every year. And I'm pretty sure I had him for two seasons in the family league because I won the second year in the family league. And I remember Reggie Wayne, like by that time, Reggie Wayne was old and, you know, wasn't really doing much anymore. So I kind of picked him up as like my second to last pick in the draft or whatever, you know, around when people are taking kickers or like, you know, Mm -hmm. just people that, you know, I took Reggie Wayne. And I actually remember (laughs) that I did have to start him. Like I I didn't plan to start him all year. He was just kind of there just for, you know, oh, yeah, I got to have Reggie Wayne on my team. Like he's the guy. And so my mom always famously called him Wedgie Rain. (laughs) Like switch switch the letters around in his name, so I'm like oh oh Wedgie's getting a touchdown. <laughs> um, so, but um, but I remember because that week, basically three out of my five wide receivers were on by that week, and in this league, this is before we um we had a flex spot going, but I think I also had like another one of my running backs on by. So I actually had to put Reggie Wayne in my lineup, and I was like, man, like I'm gonna need the rest. Of, like I'm not happy about this, but I'll do it. And that was the one touchdown all year he scored was that week. And he actually got like double digit points. The one week I started, I'm like, man, Reggie Wayne looking out for me in fantasy football. So uh, I, I've always kind of rooted for the Indianapolis Colts in football. Interesting. Yeah. And, and I knew you liked Michigan, but I had no idea what your reasoning for that was. So that was new to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's such a random thing because you have no do you, I don't think you have any family ties there, right? No, like, no. I mean, Michigan's yeah, so. completely in the middle of nowhere. For yeah. <laughs> All right. So now I guess I'll take my next question. Yeah, Zach. So for anybody that's listening that's new to this podcast, why should uh, why should the average sports fan listen to Clutch Crew Sports? Yeah, so there's, uh, there's a couple answers for this I have in mind. Um one, I think since we're still kind of a new podcast and we're not, you know, firmly established in the minds of like the average sports fan or anything like that, we have a unique opportunity where if you comment on our videos or send us a message or, you know, include us in a tweet or something like that, then in We've had a couple of instances in the past where this has happened, but we'll actually take questions from you guys and we'll plan and hold topics for our normal topics episode around our fans, you know, teams or what they want us to talk about. And so that's a cool thing. I think if you're just like, let's just say you're a random Minnesota Vikings fan you know, you're not going to get to hear the Minnesota Vikings a whole lot on, like, bigger podcasts or the sports shows or anything like that. But 
if you're a fan and you listen to us, you know, there's a 99.99% chance if you put a comment on YouTube or Twitter or Facebook or anywhere where Clutch Crew Sports has an account, one of us is going to see it and we're going to respond to it and probably put it on the show. So that's a cool way to interact. I always think that's cool when something that you say gets brought up by other people. So that's a cool bonus of listening to us. And then also kind of back to the first question, I think we, and Eric, we've talked about this a lot with some other questions, how, you know, we'll disagree at times, but we're never going to, you know, hate each other or anything like that. Like it doesn't get vicious or, yeah, there's no, you know, it's pure, you know, content. We're not going to waste your time with any theatrics or anything. So I know we we had the like sports weekend update thing, but that was like just a comedy thing. It, it might come back in the future. We'll see. But for the most part, it's just all content and it's all our honest opinions too. Like no, like we're completely honest when we say these things. Like we never make stuff up. That if we believe in something, we're gonna say it. Like we're not gonna, you know, if it's a hot take, like Connor actually, you know, believes that Odell Beckham or Jarvis Landry is gonna get traded. Like, he's going to say that, you know, he, he didn't just, you know, make that up because he didn't believe it. And it's looking like it might be true. So there that's another reason, too, is, you know, we're transparent, I think. And I, I think we've got good chemistry, too. Like the three of us, like, have obviously known each other our whole lives. But Nate, too, I think has developed nicely into this now that we've done 50 episodes. You guys all know him and he knows you guys. So we're all you know, on the same page with what we're talking about. So I guess those are some reasons why you should check us out. Or if you're listening to us, you know, feel free to, you know, start interacting more with us. We'd be, we'd love to, uh, to do that with you guys. We've got some people who have been doing that, like Aaron and Jackson, you know, Chris from Twitch. Um, and there's been other people in the past too, where they've put questions back in the, NFL divisions episode. So, you know, that still exists. Like if you guys still have questions, just comment or message us. We'll definitely get to talk about them on the show. All right. So moving on now to the next question for you guys, what has been your most personal, most memorable athletic event? So the same question that I had earlier, but now for you guys. Yeah, so any anybody that like knows me would like know this, but for people that are listening that you know don't know, uh when I was in high school, I was a cross country and track and field runner. And I've since given that up. I probably couldn't even run a quarter of a mile now, but <laughs> <laughs> Uh, something I should, yeah, I've eaten a little one too many fudge rounds and tacos, but you know, (laughs) but, but anyway, I used to be really good at it and just, you know, definitely my personal greatest moment was my junior year. While I wasn't on the track for the race, I was the alternate. I will admit that, but our four by 800 meter relay team won the state championship and while I I didn't get to be on the track for the race but I did race in the four by eight relay a lot throughout the season 
And so I was a significant part of that. And I also got to have, I, I got to receive one of the state championship rings at, at the end of the season when they ordered rings for the relay guys. So that was pretty cool. Uh, I still have, obviously I still have the ring. It's something I'll never forget in my life. And for an individual achievement, the next year in our district race, I won the two mile individual race and got to qualify for the regionals and same in cross country with in the cross country race. It's a 5k and in the district race, there were probably about 150 runners. And if you placed in the top 15 individually, you got to go to regionals, whether your team qualified or not. And so I placed uh, 13th out of like 150 and got to uh, qualify for the regionals, which was exciting. And also Zach knows about the Gate River Run in Jacksonville. It's a big uh, 15K, which is a little over nine miles. And I, mean, I don't even know how many people run in that. I want to say like probably over 10,000 people run in that race. And my best year that I did it, I did it in almost under an hour and I finished in the top 200. So that was pretty exciting as well. So I used to be a really good runner. Maybe I'll get back into that one day, but that was definitely the highlight. But I guess one story though, that a lot of people that know me would know a lot of those stories, but one thing a lot of people probably wouldn't know is that I actually, when I, I started in seventh grade in middle school and I sucked at it really bad, <laughs> I wasn't in shape and I was new to the sport. So I was pretty bad, but I actually, I almost quit my first race. There were probably like a hundred and some guys in it. And I was like near the back. Like I was in like 90 something probably. I wasn't last, but I was pretty close to it. But I remember usually people would like stand like off to the side as you're running through the course and, you know, like they would cheer for the people on their school or whatever. And uh, we were running at Bishop Kenny, which I know Zach's familiar with that school too. Mm -hmm. And um, they at Bishop Kenny had like half the kids in the meet. I mean, it was ridiculous how big their team was, but so I, I'll never forget it, man. I'm like, I'm like 13 years old. I'm dead, like almost dead last. But there's this one kid that was like way taller and older than me, but he wasn't very good either. Obviously, if he was in the back with me, but I remember uh, there was some like girls from Bishop Kenny like on the side, and I don't remember the kid's name, but they were like, "Come on, man, don't let that little Trinity kid beat you." <laughs> and I just, I mean, for anybody who doesn't know me either, like if you're, you know, if you're not someone I know, you're listening to this. I'm short. I'm five foot four. I was even shorter when I was 13. So I was probably like under five foot tall. So, uh, you know, I was, I was even shorter then, but you know, but they were just like, don't let that little Trinity kid beat you. And I was like, you know, I was like, I'm going to beat this kid. I, I, I was determined and I did beat him. And that was like my inspiring moment where I was like, I'm not giving this up and I'm so glad I didn't because I made a lot of memories I have you know made a lot of great friends and like I said I got to be a part of a state championship team which was amazing so I'm really glad I didn't give up that's hopefully if you're listening to this and you know if you're wanting to do something whether it's something sports related or you know or some career goal or you know something even if it seems like a long shot you know if a five foot four, 
you know, 110 pound at the time, you know, Trinity high school kid can be a part of a state championship team. Like you can do whatever, you know, you're setting your mind <laughs> to trust me. So yeah, great memories that I'll never forget. So th- thanks for asking that Zach. That was, yeah. that was a pretty cool topic. I was, I'm glad I got to talk about that. Yeah. I mean, so when I was, I played a bit of a variety of sports when I was younger. I think it started out when I was four uh, like from about that point until I was around seven or eight, I think I played soccer. And then from the time I was seven until I was 12, I played football. I, I played three, three seasons of flag, three seasons of tackle. And then from about 12 until 16, I played baseball. Um, and so like, I know when I played soccer, I had there was one season where our team was like the worst team. Like we lost every game. But, like, my high moment was, like, I was the only kid all here to score a goal, which, in hindsight, is <laughs> kind of sad. But, I mean, at least I was the one that got that goal. So, um, uh, that was fun. And then, like, I know in baseball I had um, – I was never the best hitter in the world. But I actually had a moment where I, I – I was more so a fielder and a base runner. And I had a moment where we were in, like, a game that we needed to win. And – like, the team was like, come on, man, you got this. And I was actually able to, like, you know, I got a line drive over the infield, and I brought in a run. Like, I, I got an RBI, and that was, like, ended up being the run that put us over the top. And I remember I got back to the dugout. Like, the whole the whole team actually, like, like at least the biggest guy on the team, like, picked me up. I was like, wow, like, this is cool. Um, and then we went on to win the – I'd always played on crappy baseball teams. And, like, that year, the team I was on was actually really good. We ended up winning the Raleigh Parks and Rec championship that year. Um, but probably the best moment for me overall was when I was playing football. I was I was a hard-nosed defensive player. Like, I love to tackle people. I never had – when I was a coach, when I used to assistant coach in Pop Warner football, one of the biggest – things that you kind of have to coach out of kids is that fear of getting hit you know a lot of them they're like oh it's gonna hurt like you know I don't want to do this blah 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 blah. like I I never had an issue with that I love tackling people it was my favorite part of the game and I remember when I was first starting out in football you know every kid wants to be quarterback running back wide receiver you know all those positions and my dad actually sat me down because he was the coach and he was like okay let's go over Let's go over this for a second. You can't be a quarterback because you can't throw. You can't be a running back because you're not fast enough. You can't be a wide receiver because you're Clifford Franklin when it comes to catching the ball, which I don't know if anybody gets that reference, but um, I'll just leave it at that. And so he said, let's see what you're good at. You know, you have great vision. You know where the ball is, you know, on every play. You know how to, you know, you're a really aggressive player you're a linebacker. That's what you are. And so that's what I was. I was a linebacker for my whole time playing football. I mean, I was, I was an outside linebacker for two seasons. And then I had three seasons at my main position. I was a middle linebacker, which being a small, like sub five foot, you know, 90 pound soaking wet kid playing middle linebacker. Like that definitely shocked some people when they started coming up the middle and I would lay that hit on them. I don't think they were expecting it because I was so small. Um, but one of the downsides of especially being a middle linebacker is there's not a whole lot of opportunities to get touchdowns. 
because if you're, you know, the coverage is left to the corners and the outside linebackers, usually, you know, the middle linebackers kind of keeping an eye on the running back or, you know, spying on the quarterback. You know, there were some times where, you know, like I got sacks and there were times where I caused fumbles, but you know how those don't ever turn into touchdowns in youth football. That's just a dive on the ball sort of situation. Nobody's scooping and scoring in youth football. So, and then since I wasn't in coverage, you know, I played corner my last year, but that wasn't my position. Like I wasn't a great cornerback. Like I could still do the tackling part of cornering, but I wasn't a great coverage person. So there was no pick sixes for me either. So probably the best moment I had was the last year I played that, you know, the year I was a corner, I was actually somehow I worked my way up to being the backup quarterback. Um, despite the fact that I still couldn't throw six seasons later. Um, <laughs> and so I did complete one pass. I completed a screen pass. It was a wide receiver screen. So I did have to put some more oomph on the ball. It wasn't just a little dump off throw. Um, <laughs> but I, that was my one completed pass. But mainly <clears throat> when I came in to be the quarterback, I would be like the wildcat formation quarterback. So like, you know, like Lamar Jackson without the throwing. Or, you know, something, wow. like, you know, I, I, would, I would take, I would take the runs. Like we'd run quarterback sweeps or if we needed like a quarterback sneak, you know, needed like a yard since I was such a hard nosed runner. Like I played fullback the year before that. I mean, like I was, I was going to get that yard if it, you know, meant, and that meant the world to me, I was going to get that yard. And so, but finally this was, I think it was the third to last game of the season. Um, we were already like kind of mostly like we were going to win the game, but I was like, you know, I really wanted this touchdown. Like I hadn't scored a touchdown yet. And so I went out there and my dad was like, all right, we're going to call this quarterback sweep. And I ran the first one and I got like a couple yards, but nothing, the blocking didn't really develop. And it was just going down. I was like, man, that was, that sucked. But we still had time for <clears throat> one more play. I think it was a, it was either, a, I think it was a third and long. And we're like, okay, we're just going to call this again. Like, we don't need to throw the ball. Like, we're already winning, so we'll just do this. And, you know, I got the quarterback sweep. And in hindsight, I really should have cut the ball upfield because I had an open lane. Um, but I was like, no, I, I believed in my speed that I was fast enough. I was going to get around the edge. And the guy, the defender actually caught me. Like, he hit me, and I stumbled. But I was able to dive into the end zone. And I remember looking up at the – ref like having his hands in there i was like yes I touchdown. <laughs> that was and like one of my like one of my teammates came over and like gave me a big hug he was like yeah like good job man and then and then uh less excited or more stressful was i actually got a chance to get a second touchdown the next game we needed we were doing a qb sneak on the goal line and i actually uh i fumbled the snap on the goal line which is never good but luckily it actually fell right at my feet. So I was able to pick it up and there was like this, just this hole in front of me. So I just dived through it and got the touchdown. But I remember my heart, like I almost had a mini heart attack when I fumbled the ball. I was like, Oh man, I just fumbled the ball at the goal line. Like that's not cool. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that first touchdown was probably my favorite moment since I, you know, finally after all that time. <laughs> yeah. From what, from what I gathered between all of our stories, uh, we still have Nate's to go. I'm assuming his is going to be something football related. He played high school football at, at my school. But, um, you know, we were all doubted at one point. Like Eric with the girls saying, don't lose to that short Trinity kid. And 
Connor scoring a touchdown as the backup quarterback and the other coach on the other team being like, he's having a career day. Like we were all down <laughs> that in these moments. That's pretty cool. And we all had big performances and Eric got the championship there too. So that that's cool, man. I, I like listening to, to those stories. They're always fun. Um, all right. So I'll take, uh, question yeah the one this will be my last question yeah yeah, you already asked us this uh and so what is the team that you secretly root for that we may not know about is it gonna upset us like my colts upset you guys (laughs) no i don't think it will Uh, (laughs) um i'll i'll say it uh i'm not you guys might know that i like this team but i've always liked the seattle seahawks for football for NFL anyways, um, I've always been a fan of them because my dad mm, was a Seahawks fan. That that's your team in the Madden franchise? <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> um, yeah, the Seahawks, I've always been cool with them. Obviously, they don't have any rivalries going on with the Jaguars or anything. And, like, my dad was, uh, he was born in Washington. I know they didn't live there very long, but he always likes the Pacific Northwest teams. So he was a Seahawks fan for a bit. I know when he was growing up, though, he was mainly a Dolphins fan because all of our family was Broncos fans, and he wanted to be an outlier, I guess. That's what he said. He just that, that he didn't want to exactly conform. Like your dad, Zach. Yeah, he didn't want to conform to be a Broncos fan. That totally so like him. <laughs> so he, actually, he actually hates the Broncos, actually. That's one of the teams he despises. Um, but (laughs) which, yeah, so he, he was, he was that guy in the family and then he was, he liked the Seahawks, but I know he mainly was a Dolphins fan until the Jags started, but he did like the Seahawks because he was from Washington. And so I was like, you know, Seahawks are cool. I like their logo. I like most of their uniforms and everything. They got a cool vibe going on. And not the neon ones. <laughs> yeah, the neon, I'm okay with them. They're not my favorite, but I'm not like you when it comes to them. And then, <laughs> and then also, <laughs> also, I, I like Russell Wilson. He's pretty cool because my middle name is Russell. So it's cool uh, seeing the Russell athletes, you know, him and I don't like Russell Westbrook, though, but Russell Wilson's cool. Um, Russell. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the Seahawks, you guys probably had an inkling of an idea about that, but the college one, you probably won't know. And I will say it's not a team that like, I go out of my way to watch their games or anything, but whenever I look at the scores and stuff, the team that I always like want to win. And especially too, when they play these games against out of conference teams is, um, Oregon, the Oregon ducks keeping the West coast, the Pacific Northwest coast theme. I've always liked the state of Oregon. So uh, even though I've never been there, I've, I've always found it to be a, a fascinating state and everything. And I'm a Trailblazers fan, too, partly for that reason. And the Ducks are obviously the the main team in Oregon. And I've always I've always thought they were cool, um, cool uniforms and stuff like that. They they never had any rivalries with any of my other teams. They were out in the you know Pac-12. So I've always rooted for them. I, I really wanted them to beat Florida State when they played in the national championship uh, a couple of years back. But yeah, so Oregon is my college team. And then now I'm thinking about too, just another random college team that I like in the SEC. If I had to like 
my second favorite team in the SEC is actually Texas A&M. Um, just kind of random, but like my dad went there for some work, uh, like a work meeting or something, and he went to a basketball game, brought me back some Texas A&M stuff. So I, I've I've liked Texas A&M. I'm cool with them. So the those are some some of my teams that you guys might not have known that I'm cool with. But obviously my you know, the teams that you see in the intro are the teams that I truly care about. But those are some teams that I'll root for occasionally. So That's cool, man. Yeah. All right. So now we'll move on to the last question here for you guys. What would be a non sports passion that you would like to podcast about? So say you were coming up with your own podcast, you know, not a clutch crew sports thing, but if you decided to make your own podcast not sports, obviously you wouldn't want to compete with this, but uh, what would what would the topic <laughs> what, would, what would the topic of of your podcast be about? I'm interested to hear because this this is gonna be fun. If I was gonna make another podcast, it would be also sports. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I'll be a, I'll be a clutch crew sports knockoff. <laughs> Uh, no, obviously, uh, I will, I will continue to be a part of Clutch Crew Sports. Um, Zach probably won't be too surprised by my answer. I don't know if Connor would know this or not, but, uh, if I was going to start a different podcast, I would actually start up a podcast talking about, uh, money and financials and, the like yeah. the the importance of saving money and how to invest and things like that, which I'm still pretty new to all of this a lot of this stuff, but uh but Zach and Zach knows this too, but I haven't made a lot of progress on it, but I guess I'll announce it here to get, you know, the first uh publicity going for what I want to yeah. do here. Like most people don't know that I want to do this, but I actually want to write a book about uh, financing and basically in the book I want to explain my story of struggling financially and you know when I got at my lowest low and what I finally did to turn it around and because I, I went from one point where I had only $13 in my bank account and it was like I just like Susan knows about this but I just I got really depressed and I uh it was like I hit my low because we were getting ready to go on a family trip with her family that we were with we were going down to Corpus Christi and so I needed to put gas in my car and I went to the I went to the gas station and I used my card and it was declined and I couldn't even use my credit card because that was maxed out. And like the only reason why I was able to even get gas in my car that night was like, thank God I had Susan's card on me. And so I was able to use that. But otherwise, just even getting home that night would have been a struggle. And when I hit that rock bottom, I was like, OK, I've, I have to change my ways of what I'm doing. You know, I need to you know, I need to find a job that you know, something that I get more excited about so that I can make more money. I need to start saving. I need to figure out how to get out of debt. You know, I need, I need to make a change here. And 
And thankfully, since that time, I've been able to do that. Like I'm almost debt free now. I should be debt free within a few months. And, you know, got some savings going. Of course, Zach knows about like me and him invest on Robinhood together. Like, you know, we'll talk stocks sometimes and see like what we might want to buy or sell. Uh, Connor, I know you invest. You have some Amazon stocks and stuff, which is amazing. <laughs> yes. I, I wish I, I can't even. I would, I would love to be able to get a share of that. But, you know, so. Well, not when yeah. it screws you like it did to me. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, yeah, that's true. But you still have that money available to you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so that's, right. that's pretty cool. And so, but that's something that I would talk about. Like I would make a, I would make a financial podcast talking about the strategies that I use for getting out of debt, for saving money. And, you know, the reason why I want to write the book too, because I, even though I'm, you know, I'm doing better financially, but I don't, I don't make a ton of money, but I've still been able to do what I'm doing. So I want to explain to people like that it is possible to, you know, get out of debt or have success financially, even if you don't make a ton of money. So that, that's something I'm passionate about right now, besides sports and something I'm planning to do in the future. So another question, Zach, I'm really glad that you brought up because it's something it I guess it gets me even more motivated to, to do it when I'm able to like talk about it in the open in a yeah. kind of public forum like this. Mm-hmm. So uh, wish me luck, guys. And uh, if if I am able to get the book out, please buy it. <laughs> yeah. I will, man. You I'll know that. that. Yeah, well, Zach already knows he's getting a shout out because part of the book will be talking about investing. So I'll be like, yeah, my cousin Zach hit me up with this Robinhood app and you know, uh-huh. we got a free stock and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really cool, man. Uh, I, I didn't think about that when I, but obviously it makes a ton of sense now remembering the book and everything that, uh, that I know you've been doing investing, so that that's really cool, man. I don't know. Yeah, if you're I'm really excited about serious it. about podcasting or not, but I mean, I'm yeah, not the I, expert in that sort of thing. But I mean, I might be able to come on as a guest one or t- a couple times. Yeah, 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 for sure, man, for sure. <laughs> and then obviously, I'll I would like you know help you out starting your podcast since I've done that with Clutch yeah. Crew Sports. I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll get you won't have to, to go upload, through the same struggle on how to upload <laughs> my episodes and all. Yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, you know, just to beat a dead horse, I can come on and mention once again how Amazon screwed me when I bought that stock. <laughs> <laughs> so, Connor, what about you, man? Like, what kind of a what kind of podcast would you do? Yeah, so I mean, my other passion besides sports has always been video games, but I feel like when it comes to video games, that's more of like a a Twitch or a YouTube sort of thing. So, I kind of want, and also I feel like that'd be, you know it's kind of hard to podcast about video games. So I wanted to figure out something else. And so you guys probably won't be too shocked about this, but one thing that I've been passionate about since I was a little kid, and it's the reason why I'm going to college actually is, you know, I'm uh, big into political science and big into politics and elections, mainly, you know, my big thing for the past, at least six years at this point maybe eight years actually has been elections and how like the different races that go on at the state level and the different way that the states i don't know the different dynamic of the state politics and looking at how you know there are some states that you know obviously states like wyoming and alaska where it's just like republican dominated and you know states like vermont and massachusetts that are democratic dominated but there's states, there's like a lot of paradoxes that happen sometimes when it comes to the states when you're talking about elections, like in West Virginia, not as much now, but especially in like 2014 and 2016 with West Virginia, 
even though the state had been like voting reliably Republican at the national level, like for the president, I mean, the state legislatures were still controlled by Democrats and, you know, they still had Democratic senators and stuff like that, even though the presidential candidate for the Republicans was winning by like, you know, 16 points in the presidential race. So and I think and obviously every year it's different, like, you know, and how there was this big shift that went on in 2016 you know, with the Donald Trump election and the different way that we look at elections now and how that really changed people and the, and the way the polling was in that matchup, you know, all the polling going into that showed Hillary Clinton winning, you know, with a good margin, which obviously in the end, she won the popular vote, but the electoral vote still went to Donald Trump and he won the presidency. So that would probably be something I would want a podcast. I mean, I mean, it wouldn't be I said, I go to school for political science, but it's not, I would never want to be a politician or be on a campaign, but kind of just analyzing the statistics and analyzing the, um, you know, the different races and the different states and the outcomes that can happen, you know, and where, like, what direction certain states are trending. Because, you know, states like Eric, you know, Eric lives in Texas. Texas is definitely a shifting dynamic, a shifting demographic. I mean, in North Carolina, is in Florida are both big swing states where Zach and I live. So um, it's pretty, I think it's a very broad topic and something I could definitely go on for a long time about. So. Yeah, that, that would have been my guess too. I, I had a feeling you were going to go there um, since that's your major at your school, but that's, that's really interesting, man. And I'll do the same offer to Eric, man. I'll, I'll help you start in that if you ever decide to do so. And, uh, and I'll come on too because I'm not an expert or anything, but everybody's got an opinion, right? So yeah. I, need, I need to get a, a magic wall like John King has. On the yes, I can and, be. And then I need a and then I need a a wolf blitzer to interrupt me every five seconds. Yeah, well, actually, I mean, we can even kind of combine our things because I'm, you know, I'm going to college for environmental science, and a big thing that I study is geography a lot. So like that blends a lot with what you were talking about. So there's definitely some, some crossover with, with what we study. Oh, yeah. And yeah, so I'll, I'll give my answer coming up shortly on that question. You'll hear it with Nate though. So as well as another question as well, but that will conclude part one of this episode. Thanks guys for coming on. This is a really fun Q and a learned some new things about you guys and some old stories got brought up, which are always fun to do. So that will be the end of the first part, guys. Thanks for coming on. Bye. Peace. All right, guys. Welcome back now for part two of today's episode. And we've got Nate now on the program. Nate, how are you doing tonight? I'm pretty good. Nice, man. Nice. So we just listened to Eric, Connor, and myself's answers to a couple questions. And now... Nate is going to give his answers to these same questions. So the first question for you, Nate, what made you want to join Clutch Crew Sports? I actually got the screenshot of all of our, um, of all of my introductions to Clutch Crew Sports to all of you guys. So that's Eric's there and then Connor's and yours on this slide here. So what, so obviously I, you know, told you about it and everything, but what made you want to, actually come on and participate in with this yeah um just kind of always 
from watching all the like sports shows on like ESPN and you know all that, I was kind of like liked um, stuff like first take and that type of stuff. Where they kind of discuss like you know all their opinions and stuff. And I mean, I always kind of watch and like have my own opinions about stuff. But there's never really been like anywhere to you know kind of tell me. I mean, I can tell like you and like my other friends, like, my dad's into sports, so I, can, I have to be able to talk to about it, but, like, I always thought, I always thought it would be, like, cool to, like, have a show to kind of discuss and then put it out there and people can kind of, you know, tell you their opinions and kind of interact like that, so when um, you came about it, like, this summer, I was, like, definitely, you know, thought it sounded like a lot of fun, and it's been a lot of fun so far, so. Yeah, man, like, that's it's funny you say that because that was actually my first question. I know you didn't you didn't hear the first part of the interview, but the first question that I had was what made me want to start this. And I basically my answer is basically the same as yours for wanting to join because I watch all those shows, too. And I've got my own opinions and stuff. And another reason too, I'll kind of reiterate this. I already talked about it, but just so Nate knows um, what made me want to start this is like how you know those first take shows and undisputed and stuff they always talk about the same like sort of topics every day like lebron james or (laughs) the cowboys or the lakers and you know the antonio brown like it's always like the same stories every day and i just got you know i'm like i still watch those shows and stuff but it's i wanted a way to talk about other teams as well like, you know, the teams that I root for rarely get talked about on those type of shows. So that was what made me want to start this whole thing. So funny that we have, like, the same reason there. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, so moving on now to the next question. 50 episodes in, what's been your favorite memory of recording? So we've got a lot of episodes down. What's been what's been your favorite, your, it's your highlight of, uh, of Clutch Rewards? Um, this is kind of, like, a hard, uh, question because, like, they've all been, like, pretty fun to, um, sit here and, um, talk about sports with you and Eric and Connor, um, but, I don't know, I'd have to say, I don't know that I have, like, one, like, specific, um, favorite moment, but I would say, like, just kind of doing these topic, um, shows recently has been a lot of fun for me, um, kind of thinking about, um, kind of going back to like the last like question, like what you were saying about being able to talk about the you know stuff that's really interesting to you, not just kind of like the mainstream um, yeah you know same topics. Like I think it's been a lot of fun to kind of sit down and like think of, like you know the topic I want to do for this week. Um, and you know it's kind of like different stuff. Like I talked about UCF one week, which was a lot of fun for me because that was that's um school I go to. Yeah, uh, I got to talk about like NBA in China and like all that type stuff. So um yeah, I think I, th- I think like it's hard to pick like one, you know, yeah, best yeah. moment, but yeah, I'd definitely say that's been a lot of fun. Certainly, man. That's that's the whole point of me making the topic shows is so that you guys can come up with your own ideas and topics for the show because normally the other episodes have just been like my you know format and my decision so that's a great way for you guys to have your own part of the show and you know i'll i'll always you know 
it's up to you guys what you want to talk about. So decision's always there. Um, great answer. So moving on now to question number three. What topic or opinion do you most disagree with myself? I think the topic I'd most have to disagree with is my opinion is Miles Jack was down. <laughs> um, kind of going back to the, <laughs> I know it's not going to be a popular take um, in Jacksonville with all the Jags fans, but going back to like that playoff game from the Jags and the Pats, obviously I was going had to go for the Pats on that one. Um, I don't think the refs were as bad in that game as everybody says they were. That may have been a blown call. I don't really know. Um, but I would say like, I definitely like kind of disagree with like most people in Jacksonville about how bad the refs were in that game. Um, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, other than that, we haven't really disagreed about too much. Um, at least not in the show. We're kind of like-minded on a lot of sports topics, but we did have a few different picks this year. Like, uh, Zach was really high on Atlanta, the NSC South. Um, I was kind of pretty low on Atlanta, which kind of was more accurate yeah. um, this year. Um, and then there's a couple other, like, minor, you know, takes. But I think for the most part, we've been pretty, like, you know, consistent with a lot of our picks and stuff, which has been kind of interesting. Yeah, I agree with you on that, like, how it's funny that our MVP pick was the same. Our, I think our college football playoff championship was the same our finals prediction was the same our nba mvp was the same like it was almost like to the point where it was like is nate just copying my answer to that (laughs) but no he actually thinks that too so that's it's kind of cool that you know that someone else is like you know picking the same picks that you've made but um obviously a lot of those have been wrong so you know but whatever (laughs) But yeah, no, we we yeah. really don't disagree too much. I don't. I would say, I would say we disagree probably the least between the the rest of the podcasting group. Like I probably have more disagreements with Eric than anybody else. But yeah, man. All right, so you can ask me this first question here now. All right, so what advice would you give someone who's just now starting up a podcast? Yeah, so. I kind of talked in some other a few questions back about how there was some struggles when I first made the podcast. Um, and looking back, I'd probably have, I probably should have like known more about how to create the podcast and how to, there's a lot that goes into it on the tech side of things, like getting an RSS feed and, where what website are you going to choose as your hosting website and I can't really answer that question for everybody because each each like hosting website has its advantages and disadvantages geared towards certain podcasts and depending on what kind of scale you want to go to with your podcast but for me I didn't want to put a lot of money into this thing so I chose Anchor as my podcasting host hosting source because it's completely free to upload episodes to and it's got unlimited storage. So there were some other sources where they would give you a couple episodes free, but then you'd have to start paying money. And I just want to do this for, you know, I don't want to like turn this into a 
operation where we all start, you know, financing and stuff. So for me, because I didn't want to have to go through all that stuff, I chose Anchor and it, it, it's been fine because it, it puts your podcasts on a lot of different places. I think there's nine different sources it goes to, including Spotify and iTunes, two of the most popular ones, but a lot of other smaller apps. And yeah, so I, I haven't had any problems with, with Anchor as being a hosting source, but also just plan out your stuff ahead of time because that was almost another problem too because when we first uploaded our first episode, we did not have a actual logo designed. <laughs> so I would say come up with a logo first. That would be something that, that I would do that I, if I were to restart this, I would have done that differently um, because I just had a little filler in logo. You might remember with the little basketball thing, the hoop and the basketball thing. I don't know if you remember it or not, but oh yeah, it was like for the first couple of episodes until I settled on the one we've got now, but just come up with your name, all, you know, come up with all your details, as much details as you can, really plan it out, you know, plan out not only the specifics of your hosting source and all the tech stuff that goes involved, like how are you going to record? Are you going to record by yourself? Are you going to record with people through Skype or through, you know, in a live setting with people? So what microphones do you have? All these sort of things like, there's a lot of things that go into it. I would probably look up an article like how to start a podcast to get best, you know, the best information from that. But just be really prepared and be really detailed out with everything. Like ask yourself questions, what can go wrong, all these sort of things. There's a lot to it, but uh, in a couple questions, Nate's going to answer one about if he was to make another podcast. And I said the same thing for Eric and Connor. I'll say the same thing for Nate. If you ever are going to decide on making that other podcast, like I'll be a great resource for you guys because I've gone through this before. But it's a lot to it. If you have any specific questions, just message me and I'll help you out. All right. So, Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll go back now to Nate and I'll give you another question. So what is a team in really any sport? that you secretly root for that we might not know about. So we know your favorite teams, obviously from the intro, but what's a team not on that, you know, not on your, on your uh, slides that you kind of root for, but we, we don't know. Um, So for me, that team, it's kind of been like a recent um, thing for me, but uh, the Rockies, uh, Colorado Rockies are my, um, second favorite MLB team behind the uh, Red Sox just because uh, two, what is it? Yeah, that was two summers ago now. Um, my family took a trip out to Colorado and we got to, um, we stayed in Denver for a few nights and got to go to a uh, Rockies game. Uh, we got tickets. Um, it was Rockies versus Astros and I had a great time. Uh, their stadium was really nice. Um, very scenic, like views of the mountains and like downtown Denver, you know, looking out from the stands, like something I would definitely like if you're ever in Colorado, like definitely go check out a Rockies game, but um, it was a great time, like super competitive game. Uh, Charlie Blackman uh, hit a walk-off home run, bombed the ninth to win it. So like after that, I've always been like rooting for the uh, Rockies um, pretty much as much as the Sox now kind of, obviously like the baseball season's kind of a lot to keep up with yeah. all those games, but um, yeah, that's definitely 
probably the only other team I like seriously root for. Um, I have like some other favorite players and stuff, but yeah, that's that's pretty cool, man. Uh, I also I'm not really big into baseball or anything, but I would you know for a long time the Rockies were my favorite team. Now I've kind of switched over to the Rays since I'm in Tampa, but I still like the Rockies because funny story like we've you know on my dad's side of the family which is where eric and connor are from we've got a lot of family from colorado and so one time we were visiting family there and somebody i they're kind of extended family so i don't remember exactly who it was but somebody got me a rockies t-shirt you know like the with the rockies logo on it it was it was pretty cool and it was in like elementary school so I just remember wearing that shirt a lot, and I just, I mean, I don't watch a whole lot of baseball, but if if they're going to be playing in, like, a World Series or something, or the playoffs or something like that, I'll tune in and watch them, um, really, other than uh, any other team I wouldn't really do that for. So that's that's cool. I, I agree with you. The Rockies are, are a cool baseball team. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so now... I'm going to ask you a question here. What is your most memorable athletic moment as an individual? So I know, you know, we went to high school together, so I know you played a ton of sports, but what's been, what was your most, uh, what's your most memorable moment from your sporting career? Um, Yeah. So for like the listeners out there, uh, yeah, me and Zach went to high school together. Um, I played uh, football and track all throughout um high school i had a lot of fun doing that um most memorable moment i'd probably have to say would be um probably from track actually um how to race if you're not familiar with track um usually the last event of any meet is the four by 400 meter relay so 400 meters like once around one lap around the track uh so and it takes four people like you Around once, you hand off the baton to the next person, they go um, till you do four laps with, like, four different people. Um, and I was running the last leg of that race, and my team was behind, like, pretty pretty solid amount. Um, and I got the baton, basically just kind of chased the guy down and passed him with, like, 50 meters left, like, kind of right on that home stretch there. So, and there's, like, one of my first... Um, kind of like varsity races so i was already kind of excited just to be out there um so when i pretty much like when i look back at like playing sports that's probably the most like exciting thing i guess i've done um but yeah i pretty much had a lot of fun like overall though playing sports and all that so yeah that's pretty cool man uh eric had a similar story to that where his was he ran cross country in high school at uh, Trinity High School. I don't know if you're familiar with them or not. They're in Jacksonville. I don't know oh, if, yeah. you, if you competed against them or not, but that's where he went to high school. And uh, and he was, I think, a freshman or something, and he was having he had a track meet at Bishop Kenny. I'll just tell you this story. Uh, you, the listeners have already heard it, but it was funny. He was, um, it was his first ever race, I think, and he was, uh, he wasn't really used to running or anything, so he was, towards the back of the pack and he wasn't the last to finish but he was in like the bottom 10 percent or whatever and he uh he was running towards the final stretch and there was this like taller older kid running too and 
he was running at Bishop Kenny and there were some Bishop Kenny girls on like the side of the track and they were saying, don't let that little Trinity kid beat you. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then like that motivated him to like really pursue cross country. And he said that they won a state championship. That was one of his most memorable moments. And, uh, and he said he did beat that kid that the girls were talking to. So <laughs> You guys, you guys share uh, <laughs> share a sport there with uh, track and cross country. There's some pretty similar sports there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's pretty cool. What would be now moving on to the next question here? What would be a non-sports passion that you would like to podcast about? So I said it for uh, for Connor and Eric, but no clutch crew sport uh, copycats here. He can't do a sports yeah. podcast since we got this going on. But what other kind of topics? or subjects are you passionate about that you would actually pursue a podcast about and be able to talk hours and hours about? Yeah, for that one, I would probably have to have to say movies. Um, definitely big into watching movies. Um, try, try to watch as many as I can. Like, obviously pretty busy with school and everything going on, but I've been trying to keep up with that too. Um, that's something I could definitely talk about a lot like i like to discuss movies with my friends um and it'd be something that i def- definitely could like you know do a you know watch a movie and then do a review or something once a week that's something i could definitely i've thought about doing in the past but i'm kind of don't know how motivated i am to sit down and actually like put in the work to set that up um but off the top of my head it's probably um what I would do. I have other stuff like interest me, but I'm not really an expert in too much else to, you know, really put out. I I feel like a great podcast in that. So have to say movies. Well, yeah, man, like, like I said before, man, if you do decide to go through this route, I'll be a great resource for you to help you start with your podcast. That's pretty cool. Um, quick side question here. How excited are you about this new planet of the apes movie? That's going to be coming out. Oh man, I'm pretty hyped. I I thought they were done after the last one. The one I know you and I went to yeah. see it um in theaters. It was, that was that was a pretty good movie that I thought it was like the way they kinda left it, I thought it was kind of the end of yeah, same. Um, what they were trying to make, but I'd definitely be interested in seeing like where they can go from there 'cause um it's definitely going down a good good path. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know if they've been specific yet if it's gonna be like another movie in that series or if they're gonna make a whole new franchise of it. But like, either way, I'm you know I'm interested. I love Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I wanted to get your take there. I messaged you on Twitter about it earlier, so you were you're familiar about it. But that's pretty yeah. cool, man. You know any what would do you have an idea on what you would name it or would, would you just take your time on picking a name or do you already have one picked out for it? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't put in that much thought into the whole idea yet. Um, I'm trying to do something not super generic, like, you know, the movie podcast or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, names are already, <laughs> you know, taken out there. See if there's any good ones left, but, um, yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right man well that's something to think about if you end up doing that but we'll move on now i've i'm going to answer that same question here to wrap up this broadcast um so for me 
obviously it's highly unlikely that I'm going to follow through with another podcast <laughs> because I've been so busy with this one. Like there's a lot that goes into this podcast for recording and editing and, you know, coming up with ideas and everything like that. It's a lot. We do two episodes a week, sometimes three. So it's a lot that goes into just one podcast. I can't even imagine trying to do another. I know there are people yeah. that do it, but um, but <laughs> if I were to do another <laughs> podcast, um, so I I want to give two answers here because one's not really a passion, but more an agreement, and then the other's a passion. But my agreement would be to uh, to do like a just a general like life talk type of a podcast with my friend Jared Glassberg. Um, you know him. He worked at Steak yeah. and Shake for a bit. Yeah, you're familiar with him. Uh, but me and him have talked about it, and he was like, he he always has wanted to kind of he wanted to do a comedy podcast a long time ago, like maybe four or five years ago, and that's actually what made me get this microphone that I recorded with because I thought I was going to be coming on as a guest for his comedy podcast that never got taken off the ground, but. Um, so I would kind of, it would just be like a podcast, basically me and him just like talking about different things about life. Um, so that's like an agreement that I've got going on, but I doubt that's gonna, I doubt either of us is really going to have the time for it. And then another one would be like a passion that I would podcast about other than like sports, which I've already done with this one. But I mean, I, I would have to say it would be something about like environmental science because that's uh, my major at, at university right now. So kind of like Connor's was like a political science um, type of a podcast. Mine's going to be what I'm studying. So there's a lot of environmental issues out there obviously going on in the world. And I think it would be cool to like talk about them over a podcast and the thing with that is it's there's always like current events with environment issues. So that would be something I think there'd be a lot of material for. And I always thought it would be cool to like, if I got it big enough to like get scientists and stuff on and interview them and podcasts, like about the environmental challenges we're facing and ways we can solve certain problems and stuff like, related about that so that would be i have no idea what i would name it but that would be like my passion that i would podcast about but i mean i'm, I'm not gonna say it's never gonna happen but right now it's probably not because this, this podcast has a lot going on but hey you never know man um yeah if you ever you do know, get it going i would definitely let me know i'd drop a i would subscribe to that for sure oh yeah 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 and i mean i anybody can come on as a guest too like you you've got podcasting experience you can put that on your resume i've got podcasting <laughs> experience on me on oh yeah uh, but yeah that would uh that'd be a cool cool thing that i would have a lot of fun doing podcasting uh, but yeah so hopefully guys this q a has been insightful i know it's been a long episode here but uh if if you're listening to this and you didn't know really who we were. Hopefully this podcast is like, you know, hopefully you know now more about who each of us are through this, through this Q and a thing. 
So we we got everybody on here. Everybody answered these questions. I answered some questions. So this was our 50th episode special. Episode 100 will do something special too. I don't know what it'll be yet, but that's a long ways on the road still. <laughs> um, but yeah, 50 episodes in, this is what you guys are getting here. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this and we'll be back with the next episode talking about sports again. And I assume we're going to be talking about the college football playoff decision because that's going to be made on the day we're recording. So we'll know the top, we'll know the actual four teams that are in the college football playoff. And it could be a debate between me and Connor about that fourth seed, maybe the seeding we're going to debate about. So can't say for certain, but the fact that we've disagreed so many times about uh, the rankings and stuff, we, we might, that might be on for you guys next week. So with that being said, guys, thanks for listening. Take care. Have a great rest of your day. See ya. For Eric, peace.